Ladies and gentlemen of the internet, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Tangents with Spencer Sellens. I really appreciate everyone who's been listening and enjoying the show. And if you are enjoying the show, please consider leaving a review and a five-star rating on whichever platform you're listening on. It would mean the world to me. Uh, I will literally give you the rights to my firstborn child. No questions asked. Anywho, I didn't do a great job of introducing our guest this week when he was in the studio. He's a comedian. He does several shows at a stab comedy theater, including Dr. Buddy Love and the Obscure Movie Trivia Show. Very funny. He's my good friend. Give it up for Mr. Buddy Dean. You basically mean you need an intern. I do need an intern. <laughs> I need an intern. I need an intern that's going to work for me and do kind of sacrifice their whole life for me. What about you? I always need an intern. Uh, I used to have a secretary, and that was nice. Yeah, wait, why did you have a secretary? Because uh, I used to sell office supplies, and so uh, selling office supplies, you you deal with a lot of businesses. So, like any online stuff, I would just give her, or I would have to do like big quotes and stuff. She would do all my Amazon buying and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was a big part of it, just reselling stuff from Amazon. So, um, but now I don't need one because. Uh, my job is selling uh, stuff for weed people. Like I sell weed people. <laughs> we design we design labels and stuff. And I and the coolest thing I've found from working with weed companies. Well, not cool actually if you're an artist, but they just rip off like deviant art. <laughs> like <laughs> really? most of the time, it's just like a guy will have an idea. Like a guy had an idea for this Drop Dead Fred. You know that movie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was like, I want to do a Drop Dead Fred strain of weed call it drop dead fred and i want to use the same uh font as them and everything i'm like well that's straight up stealing and he's like yeah but we'll flip the colors i'm like okay fine whatever and then he's like i want a little caricature of drop dead fred and i'm like cool do you have one or do you need my artist to do it and he's like no no no, i have one and he sent it to me and i start you know editing the background and stuff and at the end uh after I sent it to him and we had printed it out and he accepted it, I had just looked up Drop Dead Fred online because I was like, I want to you know, get some sample arts for him for his next run. I saw that exact drawing and it was on DeviantArt and I was like, this motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> like these guys motherfucker. just steal all the time. And then one of our artists who just left, um, he was that was all he would do. is just go on to like a DeviantArt thing and just like edit the colors on something slap the weed name on it and then boom that's art and i'm like mm, not really though is that art though <laughs> theft? Is it, no. theft? Um, that's what you need to do you need, you need to go to a scene of a crime like sir officer this is, is art, art. <laughs> this is art it's not a murder it's art ma'am ma'am <laughs> that that man that man just stole your art exactly he is an artist exactly you may say Serial killer, mugger. Not really sure why I went in that order. Bank robber. <laughs> Bank robber. We go high, low, medium. Yeah, high, low, dude. <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> I just had a podcast with my buddy, and um, he's not a comic, but it was, um, <laughs> which is it's funny when, when, uh, when people, when uh, same people, yeah. Same people that aren't comics. Mentally people, healthy people. Mentally healthy people, exactly. Yeah. But he's my friend, so he's obviously a, you know, a degenerate. 
Yeah. And so the first thing it goes to, I'm thinking about like first thing he goes to is rape. I'm like, whoa, dude, wait, hold on. You can't you can't just start <laughs> yeah. with rape. You have you to like start you, you can't start with rape. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're just joking around about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like it was nice, you know, it was a nice change of pace for everyone involved. Yeah. He had to explain to somebody rape's not okay to joke about unless you start with petty theft. Exactly. You have to build <laughs> you to up rape. to it. You can get to rape. You got to build up to it. It's you important. Know, we've all been raped. <laughs> I used to start a joke out like that, and then somebody's like, that's really offensive. And I'm like, you're right. And that's the idea. <laughs> that's the idea of it. <laughs> who, what, was it a comic or a person? It was a person. Oh, okay. I mean, it's okay. always some idiot in the crowd who's like, oh, that's not funny. Well... Why are people laughing? Yeah, it's all it, it's best <laughs> it's not when funny to you, dude. I mean, if no one laughs at a joke, I will almost accept it. If someone's like, "That's not funny," I'm like, "Well, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no one laughs." <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a laugh. You're right. You're right. Okay, rework it. But it's never when no one laughs. It's always when some people laugh. Yeah. Enough people laugh to where it's like, "Well, kind of." There's something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Every offensive joke is, or every offensive joke's going to offend somebody. Oh, of course. You know that's the idea of it. Of course, yeah. It's going to be too far for somebody. Someone, so, yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Um, so I was like, oh shit. And so I, for the first couple of months, I was like panicking. I was like, holy shit. Uh, you know, I had to go through all the unemployment stuff just like everybody else. And I just kind of lucked into this job. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I needed weed money. So I was like, I'm going to go do a temp job for a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. a little under the table stuff. Found this under the table. And they're like, hey, we're hiring right now. And I was like, well, I have years and years of experience of purchasing. I don't want to work in a warehouse. Sorry, no offense. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, guess what? We need a purchaser. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll do that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So they hired me like right on the spot. It was really Hell cool. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up, man. Well, mm-hmm. I'm glad you got a job. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. It's it's horrible out there. It's dude, it's so fucked. Like, I, I'm just trying to find a job right now. I mean, I'm doing... I mean, of course, it's, it's fucking hard. But I'm applying to anything, really. And I'm not expecting to get anything back. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting a goddamn thing. I don't know why I went... The emphasis on thing. It should have, it you know, been spiking, you know. The job should be, like, coming back in full force, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're just not right now, and it sucks because you have to find something, like, super niche. Yep. Yep. Like, for me, I was like, I can do purchasing. I'll always be able to do purchasing. I'll always be able to do sales and stuff like that. But I was like, I really want to get into the weed business. I was like, I smoke a lot of weed, and everywhere else wants to test you. (laughs) I was like, it's so hard to get my uncle to keep taking these, you know, peeing in a condom for me. He's in his 50s now, you know. He has kidney stones. Eventually, <laughs> he's going to start taking drugs worse than my marijuana Yeah, to keep up with that stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm, I, I was going for weed jobs. And all of these places were like, do you have experience with weed? I was like, no, but I'm a salesperson, man. I can do anything you need. And it just never worked out. And then this job kind of lucked into it. And I'm like, this is so cool because now I have clients who give me free weed every day. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. People will come in. I have one customer who's developing a weed chocolate. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) for the longest time, he was coming in every day and he would, like, just bring me chocolates. Not with the weed in it yet, but he would bring me chocolates. And he'd be like, is this uh, dark chocolate good enough yet? Is this dark chocolate good enough? Like, all these test batches. And then with that, he would be like, and then, like, here's a... 
weed uh like he'll give me like joints or something nice. he's like, this is the the weed that's gonna be extracted for this chocolate and i'm like oh man these are really good together <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah dude <laughs> yeah, but, um the coolest thing um I have a one of the first customers they threw me because he's kind of like a hippie mm-hmm. was this guy who invented weed water. Weed water? Yeah. So he uh, basically like your Mio's. You know how you like drip in the Mio's to your water and then it'll, you know, flavor your water. This drips into your water, gets you super fucking high. So he is basically trying to develop a nebulizer version of THC so that people who can't smoke can still get the benefits. Okay. And he's got a version, and I've tried that too, and that gets you fucked. Gets you. Gets you fucked. But he has these bottle versions, and so he started buying bottles from us and stuff. And he invented it, so he's the only one who has it. And basically what he did is he used milk fat, fat from like uh, full fat milk, mm-hmm. and pulled the thc molecule molecules out using fat interesting yeah and then so you just drip it in your water and it tastes a little bit like herbal tea kind of like a ginger yeah, a little bit yeah and that's about it and then it's just your water damn you can put it in any water i think i actually have some <laughs> yeah i do nice anyways um that shit gets you super baked and he at first he was like oh you know he gave me a couple jars and he's like a full jar is 800 milligrams so like a full ounce, yeah, that's eight hundred milligrams. So he's like, um, about a drop and a half will do you. And so in my head, I thought a full dropper, full and a half. He meant like a droppy drop and a half. Oh, no, because oh, like because like five <laughs> milliliters, like just Jesus five Christ. milliliters is uh like eighteen milligrams mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So I take a full fucking dose and a half like a full big thing and a half of the dropper and i slept for 13 hours you go to the fucking moon dude (laughs) i was like uh, i uh sat down drank my water i was like oh this is 30 minutes into it i'm like holy shit what the fuck and then i could just feel my body melting and then i fell asleep 13 hours later i woke up i've never slept 13 hours straight, I don't think. Maybe since I was a kid. Yeah, I, I can't remember the last time I ever <laughs> like slept. 13, 13 hours, I Jesus. woke up. I was like, oh my God, that was the best feeling ever. <laughs> You're and he so sends me refreshed. these like, Google Sheets to like, how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel hungry? All, I was like, it just makes me feel good, man. I, just, I do it before bed every night. And he's like, that's awesome. And then <laughs> uh, this uh, Friday night, this past Friday night, I was like, you know what? I wonder... What would happen if I put, like, a dosage in a shot of whiskey? Oh, okay, yeah. So I took it with a shot of whiskey, and holy shit, that's a quick way to get fucking crossfaded. I was like, um, after a couple shots with a couple of little drops in there, I was fucking gone. You were turfed, like, yeah, dude. I was like, on my ass, <laughs> cussing at people on NBA 2K20. I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, you're going too fast for me right now. Man, 2K keeps breaking my heart, man. Just because I love, I love, that's my, that's the, 2K and, like, a GTA are the only games, like, I'll actually, like, buy. Because I, I can, and it's the same game over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Especially with 2K. And it, I mean, the amount of fucking microtransactions. Can we at least make the game $30? Yeah. If you're going to 
had this pay to win mechanics. Twenty nine ninety nine, and then I'll pay for all your bullshit yeah. coins and all of that shit. Exactly, because because then, then you go online, and you go to you know go to my court, and you're some you know sixty or sixty five, whatever the starting rank is. Yeah, and it, the game's been out. This happened with me with two K eighteen, I think. When I think it was like the first year where the micro transactions got obscene, yeah, like obscene, Mm -hmm. and yeah, that was the year where I actually didn't buy the. I think I don't think I bought nineteen, yeah, and I bought twenty. I think twenty was bought from there. So anyway, but I mean, it was I started playing online, and it was maybe a week or two, maybe like a week. It was very. It wasn't. It wasn't even ten days. And there were already, like, 90s on the court. Yeah. And you could tell, like, oh, great. It's because they spent $60 for the game and then $100 more just for, you know, gold coins. Gold coins and mohawks. Mm. But tattoos. Dude, it's like, you know, I feel not. Okay, when I say I feel bad, I don't. I envy people that spend money, that are able to have all this money to throw it's twelve year olds m- with their rich moms, dude. I'm jealous of being twelve years old, dude. I got smoked by, it, and I knew it was a kid because I can hear him over the fucking microphone. I he was you. whooping my ass. I think he beat me like seventy five to forty. Who's your I team? Like, I was the Portland Trailblazers because on twenty, for whatever reason, when you're playing just quick play online, it gives you a small selection of teams you can pick from. What? Like that's Why? fucking stupid. Why? I was like, I want to play as my Kings. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out because. I had 19 for almost two years now. The 20 was the first one I didn't buy. Mm-hmm. And then this past month, because of uh, it's free right now. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, because uh, you know if you have plus, it's free right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'll get it. And so I get on there, and I win my first game, and I'm like, okay, great. And then I just get smoked and smoked, smoked and smoked. I'm Oops. like, fuck this game. <laughs> that, that, that sucks, dude. And my problem – well, when I say my problem, I mean like it was a problem for me <laughs> was – I think it was like 17 or 18 was where there was so much lag between like with online quick play mm-hmm. that I it was like unplayable online yeah. and now it's still unplayable online but not because of lag like it's there's no lag anymore it's just that I don't have $200 to waste in a fucking video game avatar yeah. no like I'm a drug addict. I don't got time for this shit. <laughs> I need weed and alcohol. There's exactly. no way I'm spending that much on cold coins. Seriously. <laughs> I love it. I loved video games back when I was younger, but nowadays it's like I don't have the money or the brain space for them. Totally. Totally. Like, I'll play sports games. Like I haven't played Madden in 2 years because it was this like the same thing with NBA 2K. It's the same game every single fucking year. And I'm like it, the, this does nothing for me. I love watching football. I love football, but Madden was doing nothing for me. NBA yeah. still does something for me because I love playing three on threes and I love playing with like the old teams, like playing with the 2002 Kings. Like that's fucking classic that's baby. heaven, dude. Heaven. What was or, it? What, what was the the um, magic? No, the greatest show on hardwood or whatever it was. Oh, their nickname? Yeah, or something like. I forget what it was. I mean, it was it but was just we all grew up with it. Yeah, too. yeah. But we still, all we all grew. I mean, you and I both grew up on that. Oh one, oh two, Kings, dude. Everyone like everyone in this area knew like that was the best team. Yep. And <laughs> like I just grew up like thinking, oh man, these guys are never gonna lose. And we watched that season where they won all those seventy two games. Yeah. And it's like, like there's like no way they're gonna lose. Like that, there's yeah. no way they're gonna lose this year. 
and then they get fucking screwed. And I just, I, as a kid, I was like, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I know? remember that, man. Fuck Robert Ory. <laughs> and fuck the NBA. And fuck the Lakers. Fuck the Lakers. Fuck Kobe. R.I.P. Fuck Shaq. <laughs> Actually, Shaq's cool now. Shaq's he's retired. Cool now. Yeah. It was funny. When Shaq retired, he was cool. When Kobe retired, I'm like, fuck him. Yeah. He was I just mean, too good. He's too good. I mean, you got to respect him. Yeah. I mean, but... You know, he he knew, I loved he knew too much about the Clintons. Yeah, so he I had loved- to go. <laughs> <laughs> I loved watching. My favorite watching Kings and Lakers games was Vladi Divac versus Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, those were brutal. It was like later, not later in their career. Like it was later for Vladi, but definitely it was, later for Vladi. It was right in that prime area for Shaq, and they would Shaq. just flop all over Everywhere. the place. <laughs> it would be like they wouldn't even touch each other, and then go flying. And I'm like, you guys yep. are the worst actors ever. I love it. Dude, I I forget how much Vladi. He was the star of the flop. Oh yeah, he he was the pretty real... much perfected it. Yep, and he perfected it with the Lakers, and then brought it over to the Kings, and it was perfect because he would just every time him and Shaq would go against each other, just one little incident of contact, he'd mm-hmm. go flying. I'm like, Jesus, I mean, what Christ. else are you gonna do? I guess if I was defending him, like I had, right? what, what option do I have? Mm-hmm. Who is going? There, I mean, there was was I think the I think there was some interview with Shaq where he he said that the only people who he was I don't know what his words were but I'll just say afraid of I'm sure those weren't his words but like he has a hard matchup against were the undersized dudes he said like um mailman Carl Malone like undersized dudes it would always give him the most trouble because I mean yeah. they're the tryhards that they gotta they they have to overcompensate for yeah. their lack of size they have to make it up for speed grit they've got to like figure out a way around exactly. him uh, they gotta put him on the line putting Shaq on the line was the one way to always defend against yep. him do, do you remember when he had the five finger free throw yeah. That was I, don't, I think it was five. He would just try whatever, whatever like, worked. He did man. granny shots. Like fuck it. Shaq was Shaq sucked at the free throw line so bad. <laughs> it was like putting Shaq at the free throw line was like a guarantee, no points. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah, so what that uh, Scott Pollard has to foul out again. Again, <laughs> Shaq's not getting any points. Like that's all we care about. <laughs> that was kind of Hacka Shack was that he was the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was what Hacka Howard, and then Hacka Jordan, like for DeAndre Jordan. I still like watching DeAndre Jordan play. I've never liked Dwight Howard's play. I just don't like Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel I understand what you're saying though. Yeah. Because DeAndre Jordan, I don't know. He just he's born for his role. Yeah. He just like. He's a center. Run and jump, blocks and rebounds, like and and alley oop dunks. Yeah, and like that's all. Like if I'm building, you know my my franchise team, that's what I want in my center. Yeah, like that's why he's that perfect number three to Kyrie and mm-hmm, Kevin. Mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. soon as Kevin's back healthy, that's a scary three Man. right there. Do you think that Kyrie will ever win another championship? Yeah, with that three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because one, it's the East. And they're going to outrun all of the East. Two, Kyrie needs a general. Kyrie's mm. always going to need a general. That's why he could never win in Boston. He needs to be number two. Yeah. He, not that he's not more skilled than LeBron or not more skilled than Kevin Durant. It's He's got all the skill in the world. He's just not a leader. Yeah, yeah, and he's he made got, that abundantly clear. Yeah, he's got Scottie Pippen syndrome. Like, Scottie yeah. was talented as all hell, but he wasn't a winner until he had Mike. 
Yep. And it doesn't make him any less of a player. It just means that he was the perfect number two. And mm-hmm. that's what Kyrie is. Kyrie is a scary good player. He, oh, he's insanely good. <laughs> dude, dude, when he plays, I'm like, fuck, he's so talented. I just wish, not that he would stop talking, that he would stop getting in his own way. For real. Because, like, he's a good talker when he's, like, being intelligent and, like, trying to conversate. But sometimes he's just, like doesn't think before he speaks or he doesn't think before he makes an action with a team or something like that. And it's like he had the perfect uh, team with uh, the Celtics. He did. Look how good they're doing with Kemba. Yeah. Wandered it. He could be in Kemba's spot right now. Yep. That whole team doing all that stuff around him. (laughs) Yep. And, I mean, he he fucked that up. And I understand, yeah, Gordon Hayward went down. But that was kind of the team worked. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They didn't need Gordon Hayward. I don't actually know how Gordon Hayward's done in Boston since he's been being back, but he's kind of like meh, if I'm not He was good last year. I haven't noticed him, like, doing any better this year. Like, he hasn't progressed this year. Last year, he started to come back to that Gordon Hayward. Not as quick, of course, because, I mean, his knee. But, like, Derrick Rose now, he looks almost... Close to MVP level. He's not as fast because he's yeah. in his 30s now, but you're not going to get as fast. No. But he's just as smart. He's yep. just as good of a shot. Yep. So I think it just takes a while for basketball players with big knee injuries like that to get to that level. Dude, I mean, I, and I mean, uh, l- l- let me preface this by saying I am not comparing myself <laughs> to an NBA player, but someone who has had multiple knee injuries, there's a certain confidence that I lack. In certain situations when I have to like, even if it's like, you know, like, like roller skating or doing something that involves like heavy, I'll never go snowboarding (laughs) because I mean, I've never really wanted to because I've always been scared of eating shit. But now because I've like, was it sprained my, I fucked my knee up multiple times. Same here. And doing the most inane shit. Mm -hmm. Like I messed it up at marching band (laughs) (laughs) by doing a matrix move. Like, this was in high school. It was awful, man. It was so stupid. Because we had, in marching band, we had to do these, um, every year we did, like, in our marching show. And then the, the, the band director would make us coordinate, like, a dance routine. Mm-hmm. So stupid. <laughs> the crowd loved it, I guess. But one part of it, it was, like, my sophomore year. And keep in mind, I'm also a very overweight <laughs> yeah. person at this time, too. And part of our dance routine is, like, doing this Matrix move. Like, whoa! We kind of rotate. While, and I do that, whoa! And I kind of just buckle my knee and then... <laughs> oh, man. And I'm, like, right in front. And I'm screaming, like, fuck! And this is, like, a taped, like, uh, yeah. rehearsal. <laughs> it was hilarious because they were, like, watching the tape back. And this is where you fucked up. This is where you fucked up, you can tell up, because you scream fuck. Yeah, right? <laughs> and that was the first time. And then I'm going to turn the AC on and then tell the second. But I digress. Yeah. How did you fuck your knee up? Uh, the first time was football. Um, I used to play football back in my youth. Which position? Uh, so it, I used to be a middle linebacker. Ooh. Um I, I went to a, a practically a fucking almost all-white school, Linden High School. Is that out in Galt? No, it's even further out in the country. Linden is uh, the number one walnut supplier in the world. Ooh. That's about it. But it's out by Stockton and out in the okay. country area. In the Delta. It's a Delta and we Delta had town. like four black kids in our whole school. Like it was that, that country. 
back and country. so it was a very not diverse team and but it was all big old country boys so i was a middle linebacker because i was about medium size there yep my junior year i go transfer to manteca high and they're like a division two or a division one or something like that and i was doing really good at this point and i uh because uh when i switched there i became the biggest guy they switched okay. me to defensive tackle. I was a nose tackle. I was like, holy shit. So uh, I was doing pretty good, but then I got a concussion. Ooh. And I was like, fuck. So like the last half of the year, I was out. And I finally got to come back in the first playoff game. And in the first playoff game, they're like, oh, buddy, we're going to put you at tight end, too. I have the tiniest hands <laughs> and can't catch for shit. <laughs> it scares me when people throw balls at me because I'm like, I'm going to drop this and people are going to think I'm lame. So that's me in high school now. <laughs> and so they're like, buddy, uh, we're going to have you go out. And I'm like the second tight end. So I'm, I'm running straight. I'm in the end zone. I fucking catch the ball. And I, la- I jump up to catch the ball. And as I land, I just hear a pop in my knee. Oh, and I wow. throw the ball because I was in no. so much pain. I had it. And I throw it before, like, they no. call the touchdown. Oh, no. <laughs> and they're like, incomplete pass. No. Oh, my knee's, like, over here now. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a bitch. Oh, oh my knee, my knee. And that was the last time I ever played football. Never got back on the field, nothing like that. And then um, after high school, I held a bunch of fucking menial, shitty jobs. Uh And one of them was uh, in a warehouse. I was, like, hiking up these big-ass boxes of stuff that was getting shipped to Walmart. And as I'm lifting something, that knee just once again goes pop and plops right back out. (laughs) And this time it tore, like, tendons and stuff like that. And then I also blew out, like, I have a big surgical scar here. Oh, shit, yeah, I can see But that. I blew the muscle here to running from cops one time. Nice. It wasn't even, I didn't do anything illegal, but I knew that they would fuck with me. Um, I was out somewhere, and I was drunk. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And I was, like, at most probably going to get thrown in a drunk tank. Yeah. But I take it. Been there. Yeah, I book it, because I'm only, like, 19, 20 at the time or whatever. So I'm booking it down the street, and I just feel this burning sensation down my calf. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, no. When I get home, the whole leg's purple and swollen. I'm like, what happened? When I got to the doctor, he's like, you must have just, like, ran. Like, you must have hit it too hard on something. You must have twisted your, like, your leg must have twisted or something. You were running. I was like, I just blew out my calf. (laughs) And so they had to cut it open, like. Sew the muscles what back the together. What happened? Like you just literally blew out your calf. Yeah, the muscles like came apart. Basically, oh my god, you were booking it. <laughs> <laughs> you were running fast. <laughs> like, I'm not going me. in, cops. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate cops. Like not like I do, but I just like at that point I was like, I'm a fucking teenager. I'm yeah. a fucking college kid. I don't want to fucking deal with cops. Like you didn't realize like <sighs> you know cops were just killing people willy nilly. Yeah. yeah, you thought yeah. you were just at, like I'm drunk. At know, that I time, just... I don't want even you know I don't want them to tell my grandma so she kicks me out. You yeah, know what I mean right. like that was my big concern. <laughs> yeah, that was my when I got when I got my DUI when I was 19. That was my biggest concern too. Like my parents, it wasn't like how fucked my future was. Or like <laughs> exactly right. You're like, like oh they're gonna be. So how disappointed in me. <laughs> exactly. How am I gonna hide this from my parents? Like, and that's white guilt right there, dude. For real, right? Like, there's it's not even real problems. It's like, how can I just like conceal my problems? Right. That's how you know that you have what's it, um, privilege. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's not problems. It's how you conceal your problems. It's like when you know which parent will get really angry when you have a like a detention slip in yep. school, so you like go to the other one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, constantly know. 
my bigger concern is like people being mad at me more than like the consequences of my actions. Exactly, because that's, really that's what's really important, <laughs> right? People, like, oh, what if they don't me. like me? <laughs> exactly, that's what matters in life is what people believe about about, yeah. about me. What if what if people don't think I'm a good person? <laughs> right, right? Because oh, <laughs> oh my god, when do you think you're act? We're actually going to get back on stage. Um. Fairly soon. In, I think August we're gonna see some stuff open back up, like comedy clubs. Yeah, but it's gonna be more like outdoor stuff. Like I think you'll see Comedy Spot do stuff out on that street area. I think you'll see um, Stab do stuff in that backyard area. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think when regulation, I think if we can lock down for like two or three weeks and actually start working on any kind of flattening out the curve once that happens and we can find ways to open up things will open up the problem is this winter you can't you can't do comedy clubs outside Outside. when things are raining and snowing so then we've got to go okay do we lock down for all of winter and just like hope that when we come back in springtime everything will be okay because that you know that's what baseball is going to do you Mm -hmm. know that's what sports are going to do they're going to be like Okay, we made it through this terrible time. Let's hope springtime comes and everything's fine. All right. That's but uh, this winter, if maybe we can find like ways to get clubs open at short capacities, maybe. But otherwise, I don't think we're getting back in until next summer. Yeah, Legitimately. I agree. No, I agree. I don't think we'll be on stage in even half capacity inside next year, mm-hmm. summertime. Yeah, definitely summertime. Because next uh, year. you know, just speaking facts, a vaccine takes a year to produce, so we're looking at sometime next summer. Mm-hmm. Then to vaccinate everybody and vaccinate mostly those who are going to vaccinate, because you know there's going to be people who don't. So uh, we're talking another maybe another six to eight months, possibly. Yep. yep. Oh, by the way, we don't say the V word here. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, it would be awesome just like I ambushed you. It's actually an anti-vax like, podcast. Yeah. Actually, we don't talk about that here. We don't, we don't mention that. I have a cousin. Oh, my goodness. I've Because quarantine's been so rough, I've just been attacking all the racists and Dude, anti-vaxxers on my family. It's awesome. You're just killing everyone. <laughs> What's so funny is, like, I, I thought it would piss off my family. Like, I thought I'd get, like, real shit from, like, the older ups in my family. My uncle called me. And he, like, is going through what I was saying online and telling me how funny it was. <laughs> he was <laughs> nice. like, oh, dude, you got that bitch right here. He was like, when you called her a slut and told her nobody in the family likes her, that was perfect. I was it's like, true. Dude. No one likes her. <laughs> it's true. It really is. And, but it's just I, I don't like ignorance. It's like, be ignorant. Just don't spread ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's that's... too much spreading of ignorance. It's okay to, like, like feel your ignorant way. Don't put your ignorant message out there because there's kids, there's people who don't research, and there's just randoms who are going to see that and go, oh, is that real? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And spreading ignorance is the worst thing that we can do. We yeah. have we live in the age of the internet. Like, we grew up in the when internet first started, yep. so we got to give our computers viruses, we got to download tons and tons of AIDS and porn yep. and all kinds of weird shit. And now these kids who were born into the internet, they get to go, okay, yeah, we can still look at porn for free, but also let's monetize that porn. Also, let's monetize our music. Let's stop putting it on YouTube for free. Also, let's uh, learn about history that nobody taught us because yeah. there's people out there who are willing to teach us. There's, there's 
the the facts, the real facts are out in the world. You just got to look for them. And these kids today are realizing the internet can do so much. We're still like Googling like how to spell things and like, oh, yeah. what's the Spanish word for? What's the Spanish word for grande? <laughs> yeah, what's the Spanish word for chicken so that I can order the right burrito? You know what exactly. I mean? Like, I don't want to look like an idiot at the, Spanish, <laughs> at the Mexican restaurant. All right, uh, I want a bolo burrito. Me gusta, me gusta. Migusta. Exactly. Migusta Habler Espinol. Yeah, like the kids today are like learning so much and they're so much funnier. They're trolling all of us. They're they're defeating the ba- they're defeating evil by using the internet. Yeah. Don't don't forget though. They will be evil one day too. Just oh, yeah. like us. Oh yeah. We're I hope that How will the millennials fuck up the world when when we're in power? Because the boomers laziness. fucked up the, the boomers fucked up the world. By just depriving it of resources with the, with reckless abandon, not having any sort of almost like a willful ignorance of any sort of future repercussions. Yeah. Millennials, we are very lazy. Yeah. So I think I think our problem is we are going to slow the the bad millennials are going to slow the progress that Gen X and Gen Y and them are doing that they're legitimately doing. We are going to slow that progress. So they're fighting against boomers. Pretty soon, we're going to be joining the side of boomers. Not me and you, hopefully. Not no, hopefully. Not I, the, I would be on the winning side here. Exactly. The boomers I are winning. On, <laughs> the boomers are winning, buddy. I want to be on the right side of history, but also... Oh, you have fun on the right side of history. I'll have fun on the winning side of history, you cuck. <laughs> also, I would like to be rich and not have problems. <laughs> 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 I have like this super super rich client he comes yeah. in he's super rich and white and he does not like me because I accidentally brought up the fact that he wears lifts because he's one of those guys who's like a rich guy who like Ooh. has to be bigger has and taller, be taller. Than his truck's like lifted oh, and God. stuff and Come on, you're rich man exactly. that's better than any big dick and he wears like hipster clothes and stuff but he he'll walk in and he wears vans, but lifted vans. Like, you Ew. have to get those custom made. Ew. Like, vans are not making lifted vans on the website. You have to have those custom made. And I brought it up one time. I'm like, those are cool lifted vans. And he's like, I don't wear lifts. And I'm like, oh, okay, I, maybe they're just deep soles, I guess. And he's like, yeah, that's what they are. And then I saw him come in with, like, some fucking thick-ass boots where the soles are, like, oh, an God. inch high. I'm like... Dude, you wear lifted boots. It's okay. You're afraid of being small. <laughs> I mean, that's what I said to the guy. Like he was, he had one lifted boot. I'm like, hey, don't worry, man. You're tall. So what if you have a limp when you walk? Just stand tall, sir. Just stand tall. No, actually, I had, a, I had a professor like that. He was so mean, though. And then, like, we didn't really, we didn't make fun of them because we were fucking in college. We didn't, yeah. we had, you grow out of that in college. Well, no, don't get me wrong. There were plenty of people. I was just, I was at the end of my college track. So I'm mm. like, and I'm what, like 24 at this time. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I went to college for seven fucking years. Fuck. Well, because I fucking, I went to elementary, not elementary school, junior <laughs> college. And then I worked full time for a year. And then I fucking took half time. And then I finally transferred. It took forever. No, Point being, you were too if old he had for the just shit. stood taller, he would have been able to walk with regular shoes. <laughs> if he had just had the confidence to stand tall. He walks with a slight slump because he's just sad all the time. <laughs> it's like, pick up them shoulders. You'll be a fucking right? inch and a half taller, I man. I don't care if your left leg is longer than the other. Right? 
<laughs> oh fuck! I did uh, loser talk. I did college in a bunch of different places because I was I was trying to become a nurse. So you you, you went to nur- you were trying to become a nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had gotten all the way up to the RN program, and there's two programs in California that are quick programs. It's the one in Stockton at Delta College, and it's the one in Lassen. Um, and I had been applying to Delta for like two years, hadn't got in. I'm like, I'm fucking getting old at this point. I applied to Lassen, got in. I was like, okay, cool. I get through a year, and Lassen's a fucking country-ass school. Kind of reminding oh, yes. me of high school. It's like their number one uh, program there is gunsmithing. Nice. Yeah. And there's a casino and a prison up there. So I'm like, this... And what a, else do you need? And a rodeo. So. What else do you need, man? <laughs> so uh, I went to college up there, and then... Um, College up there was actually really fun because there was a campus up there, or there was a, uh, the living quarters were on campus. And so like during the weekend, we would be on campus, there'd be no teachers, there'd be like maybe a couple security guards. And oftentimes we would like break into the um, maintenance room and okay. steal all the uh, tarps mm-hmm. and we would fill the front lawn that was like it, a slide basically a big ass fucking hill we would fill the front lawn with the tarps and then soap and water and just do slip and slides like everyone who lived there it was super fun however during my second year during the summer like right before my second year because it's a two-year program mm-hmm. getting ready to graduate i'm going to be an rn everything's going good yep. uh the director of the program uh drowned in lassen lake Fuck, <laughs> and Christ. they canceled the program what a twist yeah and so they canceled the program for two years so I had to leave. And so I didn't get to finish my last year. So I, like, tried to finish a semester. And they were like, none of this is going to count towards your RN. You're just wasting money at this point. So I left the school and fucking sucked and spent all this money. And then uh, I just was like, well, I don't want to be a nurse anymore. <laughs> so I, was, I moved out of it. I was like, I'll go into sales now or whatever. Uh. Yeah, I fucking sucked. Because I, 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 I had the whole route, too, up until, well, COVID. Yeah. Like, I had – I did the college track. I did, like, the business communications thing. Well, I did, biz, I did communications because I couldn't get to business school because it was impacted. So you had to take a math test to get in. Failed the math test. Anyway, um, but I, did, I went on the whole track thing. I went to college. I got the internship. Then I got the really good internship. Like, I was working – it fucking sucked. I hated it, but then I got my job that I had up until COVID that it, I hated it, but, I mean, it paid the bills. It was good work. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I was miserable, and now I've just realized how little we actually matter mm-hmm. in terms of, like, in corporate America. Like, I know oh, we Jesus never – I knew we were all numbers, but, like, I mean, my fiance, she works for a company, and she's just – I mean, she knows she's just a number – but god damn, did they treat her like a good number? Like they've literally ever since they've been working from home, her company will periodically send like little gift baskets, mm-hmm. like just to you know keep going. Like have and it's it's not it's not it's nothing super expensive, but it's like a blanket, like a decent blanket, and like. I don't know, like a water bottle. It's it's just little nice little knickknacks. Yeah. On oh, t- it's on top of like 
actual benefits. There's there's a complete difference. Like the job that I had before this was almost five years of just always being afraid of like, am I going to lose my job if I make one fucking yep. mistake? Same here. Like stress all the time. Uh, just terrible, terrible job, but it paid the bills. Exactly like you're saying. My new job is so fucking different. They treat me like such a human. Like I can dress how I want because it's potheads, you know. I can come in late if I have to. If I want to stay late to help out, I can. Like they're okay. And the coolest part was I had a family member, you know, they were older and they passed away during all of this. And I had to do a virtual funeral during a work day. Oof. And I had to take the work day off. Oof. Not only did they let me take it off before my 60 days was up so that they, you know, before I'm a full member, but they fucking paid me for the day. I was like, you guys are so fucking cool. Like that, they didn't have to. I signed all the paperwork to like take the day off or whatever. They paid me for the day because they were like, no, we understand. It's grieving. It's sad. You know, it sucks that you have to do a virtual funeral. I'm like, that's so fucking cool. I I would, that would have never happened. I got fired from my last job during this whole COVID thing. Because right before COVID, I had um, I had a chest infection. I had a mm-hmm. lung infection. That had taken me out of Jesus. work for two weeks. Fuck. And I was on a ventilator, all this different shitty Fuck. stuff. And I had ran out of days to take off at work. And so I came back. And right as COVID had hit, they were like, oh, you don't have any more days to take off. And I'm like, I'm like still very sick. I, I was still going to shows with like my mask on. I was wearing a mask since February. Mm-hmm. Like, um and they told me, they're like, well, you can't take any more days off without a doctor's note. And I was like, well, this COVID thing's really scary, you know. Um, what if I take days off with no pay because of the COVID? I'm really scared. They're like, no, we, we won't allow it. So they kept denying me. What assholes. And I had written a message to one of the owners, one of the two owners. I was like, hey, I'm really scared of this COVID thing. I have an 81-year-old who lives with me, like all this stuff. Um, and he basically wrote me back and he was like, well, we're going to need to talk this Thursday. And that was like on a Monday. So they made me wait all the way till Thursday, made me wait all the way through Thursday. And he was there all of the day. And then like, right as I got off of lunch, they're like, oh, by the way, we're letting you go. What I was a, like, you motherfuckers. motherfuckers. The same thing happened with me. They fired me. Well, they laid me off yeah. uh, on a Friday, which was actually was fine, but they did it. Right after lunch. Same. Just, just, just call. I fired me on the phone. Yeah. No, actually, don't, don't make me, me come phone. in. Right? Yeah. And it's just. Or don't make me work six hours out of my fucking day. Yeah, for real. Right? Yeah. Don't like make me like, do it in the morning, early morning. I was on the phone with clients like an hour before I got fired. And then they fired me during my secretary's lunch. So she couldn't even say goodbye to me. And she had like messaged me afterwards and she's like, I'm really sorry. I'm like, it's totally cool. I was like, I stole so much stuff on my way out though. (laughs) And she was like, good. And I did. Uh, They were like watching me as I was like loading up my desk and stuff in a box or whatever. Same here. But uh, there was another box on my desk with a bunch of stuff that was supposed to be shipped back to a vendor, like huh. $600 worth of uh, computer equipment. Jesus Christ. And I just Would put you my... you return back to the IT department <laughs> and left a happy man, right? <laughs> so I put the box of my stuff from my desk on top, and then I just grabbed both boxes, and I walked out. And as I was walking out, they were like, oh, thank you for making this very peaceful, you know, and not causing any problems. I was like, okay, fuck yourselves. And I walked out. <laughs> and then I, like, put it down, and I realized how much stuff I had stolen. And I used to steal from that job all the time. This job I don't because I like the people. But that job I would steal 
constantly. What kind of job? What, 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 what kind of sub vendor was it? Uh, office supplies. Anything you can think to go in an office, we would sell. Damn. So, like, uh, food and stuff like that. So, like, anytime a customer would complain and be like, oh, I ordered a diet pet or diet Coca-Cola, not sugar-free Coca-Cola, and they would send back the sugar-free Coca-Cola, instead of sending it back to eBay or wherever we got it from, I would just fucking take it home. <laughs> whenever whenever uh, we had this one vendor who would do this all the fucking time where they would ship something, it would get lost by UPS they would ship it out again. We would get it. And then like three or four months later, UPS would just drop the shit off that they lost. Double dip. And then I would just take it home. Yeah. I would sell it online. Like I was selling um, inkjets and all kinds of shit for like pennies on the dollar online. Nice. And I'm like, no, 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 it's real. It's just I stole it from work. <laughs> I was making element because that job sucked. Those people were the absolute worst. During this whole pandemic thing, we had found a bunch of expired uh, hand sanitizer, and we were going to throw it out. I was trying to give it to homeless people, and instead, they sold it to schools. What? And I'm not talking hand sanitizer that was expired last couple of months. Four years old. Expired four years ago, which means it's over 10 years old. They sold it to schools, and they just labeled it as... um, older material yeah value brand yeah and i'm like you fucking pigs i'm like i had all these deals with all these homeless uh shelters that i was gonna take it to because even though all these homeless dudes (laughs) no making handshake deals with the dudes exactly and i was like i had set it up like to help out people and they're like oh no we're not gonna uh, allow you to take it because we're gonna sell it now i'm like you guys cannot sell this stuff i'm like are you gonna tell them how old it was well if they say something we'll we'll give them a discount i was like you scumbag that's super scummy. and i think that's why that's what that was the start of me knowing that i was gonna lose my job because yeah. it was like i started to call out all the bullshit like they would they would basically rob people and i knew it like there was a there's a um sales rep there who would just rip off this school county that he had just rip them the fuck off he would spend like our cost would be somewhere around forty thousand. He was charging them upwards to like one hundred and twenty thousand for that material. Jesus yeah. Christ! And I would see it every year, and I would call it out. I'm like, I'm thinking this guy's numbers are wrong. Maybe we should check him. Maybe we should check him. And they would always say like, Hey, keep your mouth shut. You know, hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And keep just, your mouth shut. Scumbags, dude. Super scumbags. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I hated that job, and I'm so glad that like they've been majorly affected by this right because there's not there's no schools buying school stuff no school right now is spending their money on fucking uh tables on tables tables. nobody's buying fucking tables because no kids are coming back nope so you're not going to spend a hundred thousand on tables you're spending maybe a hundred thousand on masks and stuff for like if teachers are forced to come back (laughs) fucking some jobs are scummy and then like And then, like, your wife's job or my job, you know, like, my new job is just so different. I I get to the point where I'm, like, not trusting of them when they're nice mm-hmm. to me. I'm like, hmm, what does this mean? When you're going to fuck me sooner or later. Yeah, what, what scheme are you guys going to use to, like, get me arrested or something? You know what I mean? Like, I'm always prepared for, like, when's the nail going to drop? You're going to wake up. You're going to wake up in a bathtub missing a kidney. <laughs> right? You're like, dude, it was in the paperwork. It was signed. You signed this in the hiring contract. The first day I got there, um, one of the sales reps had had like a six pack of joints, 
and right after work, he was like handing them out to people and they were getting ready to smoke them and he handed me one. And my first thought was, this is a trick. This is, I light this up and I get fired for smoking weed. <laughs> this is what happens. Yep. And, um, he, uh, like I see them light it up and I'm still like the last one. I wait till everyone lights up, including the boss. I'm like, okay, he lit up. Now I can light up. <laughs> Cause I was like, this is where they fire me. I want, this is why I think. I think everyone needs an alcoholic boss. Yeah. My boss brings six packs to the job because he comes every day. He'll bring six packs, puts them in the, the fridge so that after work he can get drunk and then, like, clean up the warehouse because he just likes to fucking clean up the warehouse. I'm like, that's so cool. He'll offer me a beer. I'm like, no, I got to drive all the way back to Gully. He's like, just one. <laughs> I'm like, one. come on. Just get <laughs> fucked up and clean the warehouse. Exactly. And we have like a dog in the, he, he brings Aww. his little dog every day. And then we have a cat who lives there. Nice. And it's like, the environment's so different. And my vibe has changed. When I first got there, I'm like, when are these guys going to fire me? How are they going to screw up my life? Now I'm just like, excited to go into work every day i'm like this is weird <laughs> i don't like this it's weird they're gonna, they're gonna why do i enjoy this everyone's covered in tattoos at my job there's only one person who doesn't smoke weed um and he's like one of the top salesmen it's hella funny because they always give him free weed and then he's like do you guys want this i'm like yes <laughs> well i guess you gotta have like that one shark that mm-hmm. one like sober shark where it just comes in and like you know we'll undercut He's the first one there and the last one to leave. And I'm always like, that's because he doesn't smoke weed. Exactly. Like, if he smoked weed, he'd leave a lot earlier. He'd leave a lot <laughs> earlier. He's like, God, I gotta go fucking home. His <laughs> wife's hella cool because she'll bring us, like, cookies and stuff. And I'm like, this is the best. Dude, fuck yeah. Dude, our, my, old, my old job, they wouldn't even, they would send out memos like, we know you've been eating at your desk. Same. Stop it. Same. Those fucking oh i saw you check your phone at your i got a i got a i got wrote up once for checking my phone at my desk here's the thing though and i told them they wouldn't provide us with cameras at work right so i would have to go out to the warehouse when damaged stuff would come in take pictures with my phone email it to myself uh my work email and then email it to the people and so that's what i was doing when he caught me on the phone i i showed him when he was like he busted me he's like oh you're not supposed to do that i showed him i'm like emailing pictures to myself so that i can email to a vendor and then later that day i got a write-up for it and i was like are you fucking kidding me and i argued it and they were like listen you're not supposed to be on your phone and i was like well then i can't take pictures anymore and they're like well we're gonna have to get you a camera and i was like that's what i've been saying for fucking years now (laughs) like either or and it never happened and i'm like i got Intro, that was one of the things they wrote on when they let me go. They're like, oh, he misuses his phone all the time. I'm like, I'm using my phone for you fucking morons. <laughs> I hated that job. And I'm so glad they're getting hit right now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel bad for them. No, dude. Their staff went from 16 to 6 now. 16 to 6? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. I mean, honestly, fuck my old job. I seriously hope that they... Fuck them. I fucking hate You're going to find something better because that's the, the world, once it starts coming back to whatever it is, those millions of jobs that are lost, there's going to be millions of jobs back. Mm-hmm. But also on top of that, there's going to be new jobs, new Hopefully. sanitation jobs, new jobs for selling sanitation stuff, new jobs for making sure like masks and stuff are in production, making sure all yep. of, like there's going to be new jobs. It's just going to be so slow. And I just hope everyone who's struggling right now is okay until then because, fuck, if people don't get lucky like me, it could go really bad. Like my cousin who uh, sells cars, he's like, 
fine off the unemployment right now, but once that shit goes away, it's like, what it's end, then? It's ending this weekend. Yeah. Or, I mean, next weekend, dude, the 31st. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like, well, what then? Like, you're... N- Selling cars is not a big thing right now. Like, yeah, maybe you can sell, Who but... the fuck's buying a car right now? I have to buy a car right now. It sucks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my sister bought a car like three weeks ago. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like a but regular fuck her. thing. Who's anymore. buying a car? Exactly. I'm like, I, I'm tr- I'm looking out for cars and stuff, and I'm like messaging these people. I'm like, I'm not coming in. I will do a test drive once, and then I want the car and I'm out. Like, I don't want to touch people, talk to people. I'm very cautious about all of this stuff. I don't, the people, the, my grandpa who lives in my house, I don't fucking <laughs> deal with him. Like we don't talk to each other. I'll walk by. Hi. I go shower, you know, remove all of my clothes and I'm done dealing with the world. I got, I get it, man. You mean you got it. That's, that's how it is. Like for me, I couldn't even see my parents for the longest time at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it's crazy. I, uh, I don't get sick often, but when I do, it's bad. Yeah. It's like when I do, I more often than not, I'm usually hospitalized within the next, you know, within days. So it's always just like I'm very good at keeping my immune system up, but that one slip up and that one time getting sick could fucking put me <laughs> very quickly in the grave, especially something with blood vessels and stuff. I'm fucked. Yeah. So I'm like, not getting the COVID, please. At work, at work, I uh, when I first started, I was the only one wearing a mask, and I wear a mask all the time. And slowly but surely, everyone in the office just started wearing them because they were like, "Well, are we assholes for not wearing one around him?" <laughs> and so, like, everyone starts wearing one now. And uh, like the warehouse guys, I'll walk out in the warehouse, and they'll like throw their masks on really quick. And I'm like, "You guys are out in the sun. You guys are fine. You guys are not around each other. You guys are good." Just if you're going to get in my bubble, don't not wear yeah. a mask. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been pretty cool, you know. Um, I'm not f- afraid to be around people, especially people I know are doing their best to stay as Stealth. safe as possible. Yeah. 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 Like I did uh, with the Love Horror Girls last week. I filmed Ooh. some scenes with them. Um, well, Alicia you. Davis, Emily oh, okay, Peterson, okay, okay. their Love Horror They're fucking hilarious. Yeah. Don't they have a show at Stab? Well, yeah, but now with quarantine, well, I mean, I, yeah, they're doing a sketch when it was show in its now. Full capacity. Yeah, it's a sketch show now. Yeah, and it's really fucking funny. And they did one last week where they were directing, and it was all guys, and it was like a a guy's bachelor party. Nice. And so we were doing that, and I was like, that was really fun. But when I got there, I was wearing a mask, and everyone was kind of wearing a mask. And slowly but surely, we like took the masks off to film. But I was like, this is the kind of group, you know, safety first. Mm-hmm. Nobody was, like, in each other's bubble or sharing weeds and yeah. stuff. I'm like, fucking first time somebody asked to take a hit off my uh, pen during the pandemic, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's how people die, man. <laughs> people die. That's how fucking people die, You're man. trying to die, bro? <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of speaking of shows, I mean, back when we did have shows, you yes. have a show. Dr. Buddy Love. Well, I have a show now, too. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second. But Dr. Buddy Love will be coming back, um, whether I have to do it digitally or not. Uh-huh. Problem is, w- with the show, it was a sex-positive show. So that was the problem? No. The problem, <laughs> with the, doing, problem. <laughs> the problem with doing it digital is it's a sex-positive show. And the idea of the show was to be super raunchy but be, like, very comfortable with it. Yeah. So, one, you can never advertise anything like that really well on, on Facebooks or, or YouTubes or anything like that. You're not going to monetize that. 
And two, a lot of the people who I'd bring on who were like special guests weren't people who were necessarily comfortable being recorded doing comedy or talking about sex like that. And the interview part after everybody's set where I, you know, basically asked them very intrusive sexual questions, which I clear beforehand. It's just not the best environment online. Um, But right now, every Tuesday, I am doing the Obscure Movie Trivia Show on Stab, which is super fun, and it's getting a lot of love. Um, I had to miss last week because of Matt Barnes. It's all Matt Barnes' fault. It's all Matt Barnes' fault. I had to meet his people after work. His people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He literally called me up, him. And he was like, hey, I'm having my people come through to sign a bunch of contracts, pay a bunch of money. He's like, I was like, okay, who's coming through? And he's like, oh, you'll notice her. She's a fine-ass Mexican lady with a fat ass. (laughs) And then, like, not 30 seconds later, I see this fine-ass Mexican lady with a fat ass. I was like, yep, that's her. That's she is. That's Matt Barnes's people. Um, So, but the obscure movie trivia show is basically uh, three people compete in movie trivia and each week we have like a movie of the week Mm -hmm. and it's usually i'm trying to stick with movies that are on netflix right now which is good because netflix has everything but we've done like airplane um not super troopers super what's that uh the bug one something troopers wait wait the bug one yeah, the one from the 90s, the... You mean like ants? Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Oh, Starship oh, Troopers. Okay, okay. We've done Starship Troopers, Airplane, and uh, The Core. Okay. So, like, real just obscure, weird movies. And really? then, like, the first round is all about that movie. Yeah, the next one's Song of the South, right? No. <laughs> Dude. You know what? The... And this is how I should have known as a kid. My fam- you know, my family who moved to Florida was Uh-oh. super racist. This, this is good. This is good. They went out of their way to buy a copy of Song of the South on DVD from like on DVD. Yeah, oh when my- DVDs became a thing from Europe because it wasn't outlawed in Europe oh at the my time. God. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I didn't know as a kid. Like, I didn't think of it, and you know, like you didn't realize, put it together. Uh, but now I'm like, now that they're the ones over there in Florida going, masks are a Dude. government conspiracy. Right. <laughs> like, I, I, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I should have known. Right. I know. <laughs> I, to be honest, though, like, I had never known. I had never known why. Like, up until, like, a year ago. Like, just because, like, I know it was super, all I, I knew it was super racist, but I didn't really know. I assumed it was racist for the obvious reasons, like, that Disney was, like, with the Dumbo, the crows and shit, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of probably a lot the of gym crows. Exactly, <laughs> gym, exactly. Like Fucking super Disney. just like, oh my God. I didn't realize like how sunny and fun they made slavery look. <laughs> right? It's so bad. A happy cheery slave. Dude. Zippity Zippity day. Like, oh my and he's just run he's just walking around singing like slavery's good. Like how did we accept this? And then we catchy built tunes. a ride about it. <laughs> catchy tunes. It's a catchy tune. Oh, yeah. There's so many. That's that's a bad one. Song of the South. Jesus. <laughs> we just accepted movies like that. We were just. So what do you think about, like, Disney Plus? They're very, you know, like, family oriented. But yeah. uh, the movie Blank Check. They Blank edit Check. it. Have you not seen Blank Check, Wait, the 90s on. classic? The 90s? No, I'm unfamiliar with this. Regale A me. kid gets hit by a rich guy. He's on his bike, and a 
this guy backs into his bike and he gives the kid a blank check. He basically says, oh, write down whatever your uh, bike was worth and, you know, cash it. Mm -hmm. So the kid has a blank check and anyone with any amount of brains in the 90s is going to go, oh, yeah, I want a million dollars. So he writes a million dollars. Nowadays, I'd probably put like a billion <laughs> easily on a, check. <laughs> on a check, a blank check. I'm like writing a bunch of zeros until zeros I won't fit like there anymore. Someone's gonna be like, "Sir, <laughs> exactly." So he writes in a million dollars for the check, and he gets the money. And that guy who ran him over is also the bad guy, and he was giving that money to a mob guy, and they're chasing him. But basically, the whole thing is this kid spending his millions of dollars, his million dollars. And he buys a mansion, and it's got a slide from his bedroom all the way to the pool well, and course, all of this stuff. Of course. But they edited it because when it first came out, um, and they had the original version on Disney Plus when Disney Plus first started, but moms were pissed off because he ends up kissing a adult woman. Like, she, he's a 10-year-old boy, and he ends up kissing, like, a 20-something-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's super creepy and it's not like big where he's tom hanks he's but he's a boy as tom yeah, hanks kissing yeah. a girl this is legitimately a 10 year old boy kissing a woman and so they've edited it out and like i've heard people complaining i'm like guys that's gross that's gross it would be hilarious though is if like in that scene there was like an integral piece of the story <laughs> <laughs> so it's, like, it's like they just cut it out and you're like well like, wait a second why is the kid a zombie now <laughs> they were robbing a bank last scene <laughs> no wait wait what now they're in the bayou exactly jesus <laughs> Imagine it's just like they explain like who Kaiser Soze was yeah, while right? speaking out with a ten year old. They had to cut it out. Right. It's like it'll never make sense. <laughs> you don't get that edit. Right, you'll never get it. That's the that's the Snyder cut I want. I want the pedophilia cut. Dude, yeah, seriously, where's the pedophile reel? <laughs> right? Jesus where's that reel? Come on, Hollywood. Eddie Woody we Allen know movie? you fuck kids, Hollywood. <laughs> we know you're a kid fucker, Hollywood. Seriously, I mean, come on. I mean, if the Clintons are doing crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, you know, the level of Hollywood you want to get to. It's where you're fucking kids. I mean, I don't want to. Okay, here's <laughs> no, here, hear me out. Hear me out. I want to be famous enough to where people, I'm, I'm part of those conspiracies. They're not true. Yeah. But if you know certain subreddits and 4chan message boards call me like Spencer the Diddler. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. It's not true, of course, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. the reputation right. is earned. Because right. I just want to be rich. famous enough to be canceled. <laughs> exactly. I want to be like you know Tom Hanks, and like he goes on Instagram and like, oh, I'm sick, and everyone's like, you're a pedophile, like, you're a pedophile. <laughs> Stop fucking bats. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? It's like Jesus Christ. I love Tom Hanks. Exactly. He can't I mean, do it. He can't do anything wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did come out in support. Of eugenics recently. That was a little weird. I mean, it's Tom Hanks, though. It's Tom Hanks, though. If he <laughs> says eugenics. No. If he says <laughs> If he yes. says He's just so If he's saying the earth is flat now, I guess. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> he was on that island for a while. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, he was talking to a coconut or a, a volleyball. Volleyball, yeah. Wilson. I actually just recently watched that movie. And uh, it's great. 90s sucked. That's 2000. It's the 90s. 2000 is is basically 90s with It is, but the 90s ruled, actually. We're so fucking old. Have you considered killing yourself like I have? (laughs) Because we're in our 30s now. Yeah. 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 I, uh... 
Being old is crazy, dude. You're 30, right? 32. 32. Wow. Yeah, you're have you 30. Bought, have you bought a yeah, I'm 30. Have you bought yeah. a gun yet? I I haven't. Are you a but, slow and burn kind of guy? Like you really want to go out slowly like Yeah. Politically. Yeah, I just want to miserably go out. Okay. Um, you know, I'm just getting old. Um, I hit my midlife crisis. I'm thinking about buying a motorcycle, you know. Nice. You know. Nice. Um, but it's just, no, I don't like guns, and it's not like I'm anti-gun. I just really don't like guns. I'm the same way. I, I shot one as a kid, and I it cut my thumb on the, like, recoil or whatever. Oh, nice. And I'm like, I'm never going to touch one of these again. Right, row. And then I had, like, a girl take me on, like, a shooting range for a date, and I was shooting, and I, one, I was a poor shot, and two, I was like, this isn't fun. It's very loud. Yeah. It's hot out here. <laughs> I don't like guns, and I don't like birds, okay? Have you ever considered using those guns? Guns against birds? On the birds. No, because killing also scares me. Well, have you ever considered the birds might fight back? And not in the Hitchcock swarming style i mean like they will start they'll form an army oh i'm always afraid of birds forming an army against me my worst date experience was i had been dating a girl for a while and i hadn't told her i was afraid of birds because i don't know where in the relationship you bring up the fact that you're deathly afraid of birds yeah there's no real like yeah so she's like let's go to a park and i'm like parks are a great date idea and we're holding hands and we're walking in a park and in her bag, she had, like, this old sandwich or whatever, and she's like, oh, I want to, like, throw some bread to the duckies. And I'm like, okay, this should be all right. You know, there's, like, a little lake in the park. And so I'm like, okay, so we're going there. And the ducks start getting aggressive. Like, they start, like, coming at her as she's, like, trying to break off this bread and feed it to them to the point where it freaks me out, and I just run. I run to my car. I get in my car. I start my car. I've left her at this point. She drove her own way there, but, I mean, like, we had met up. And I'd start to drive away, and, like, I was like, no, 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 you have to go back and tell her what's going on. And then I drove back, and, like, as I'm parking, I'm like, no, there's no way that she's going to accept this. So I drove off. Never spoke to her again. <laughs> Never answered no, her text. Sir. I was like, I was like, there's no way to come back from this. There's no way. I, mean, I ran and let her get murdered by those ducks. <laughs> to this day, in my head cannon, she got murdered by those ducks. I, I, I didn't realize that you were a, a. I mean, that's that's murder. You let her die. I did. I How let dare ducks you? murder her. And one of them, I remember, because one of the ducks was missing a foot, and that's weird. It had like a stump. Where it's oh for be. real had a stump oh yeah. it was a fucking pirate duck it was and it was creeping me out and that's the one that was making me uncomfortable because he was getting aggressive and I'm like this guy has already gotten into a fight to where he's lost a foot he's not afraid to kill me it's like you're already uncomfortable around mm-hmm. disabled people mm-hmm. so like a disabled mm-hmm. duck. <laughs> you know me fear of birds and disabled people. <laughs> That's Buddy. That's old Buddy and his fear of disabled you. Can put, you can sub, if you could describe Buddy. Does that man have a limp? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's terrifying. Get away from me, you freak. <laughs> Does this guy have a lisp? Oh, my God, that's sick. I mean, what if, <laughs> That what man's if stuttering. Jesus Christ, let's get to safety. What if you're, like, deathly afraid of, like, they're not even, like, before, like, you're just afraid of someone... With like, who just doesn't, who just kind of like shuffles their feet. You're like, oh, get away from me! I used to be, I, 
I realized after intensive therapy that it wasn't a fear of carpets, but I used to not like like carpets, like shag carpeting or anything like that. Well, like shag carpeting is disgusting. That's a right. That's a I'd always fear. feel like I was going to choke and die on it. Like if that's I was, a weird fear of carpet, mm-hmm. but continue. And so, like, I had to actually go to therapy for it because, like, there was just carpet everywhere. Like everywhere is carpet. That's you have to carpet. deal with carpet, man. And so. I honestly was in there like they would like have me touch carpet, you know, samples and stuff like that. And they'd be like, what is the feeling you get? I'm like, I feel like my heart's going to explode and that this is going to get trapped in my throat and I'll die. And like, I have no idea where these fears come from. My bird fear has no logical start point. It's just one day a bird was playing in my hair and I just started freaking out. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to. I don't like birds anymore. With this I went anymore. to a zoo with my family in Arizona where they have like flightless birds. They allow them to, they don't like cages at the zoo. So they allow flightless birds to just kind of roam free. Mm-hmm. And so this peacock starts following me and I literally ran away from my family to get away from this peacock. <laughs> you abandoned your family. Yeah. I'm like, I ran to the <laughs> other side of the zoo. Now on that same trip, I hopped over a fence while nobody was watching to pet a rhino. Mm-hmm. But a peacock had me running for my life in fear. I was trying to pet uh, tigers and all this other stuff, but it was the scary fucking peacock <laughs> that I was afraid was going to murder me. And I have no idea why. <laughs> like, I have no idea why. I wonder why that is. Like, <laughs> I have a weird fear. I don't know why, but frogs really? freak me out. They, cr- I don't know why. Maybe it's... I don't know. Maybe it's... I really, I, do, I really have. I don't even know of of, a, of an experience that I have. It's the same dog. thing. I'm like, what what got me to this point of just all of a sudden? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Where did this fear come from? I remember seeing like a giant toad one day. I mean, when I say giant, I mean that its body, not including its legs, its body was a maybe a little bit smaller than my head. It was huge. And it, it was its arms and legs were long, but it had a giant hole of its back. I mean, it was dead, it, but a bird had just like came and fucked it up, pecked but, it to death, dude, pecked it to death. It didn't even eat any of it; it just kind of fucked it up. <laughs> and then I don't know. I think maybe that that that, that didn't help. Yeah, see, now f- frogs and like insects and stuff—they don't bug me. I'm I'm that weird guy at work who like when spiders and crickets like get into the office, I'll like put them in a cup and I'll walk them outside and stuff. But None of that good, stuff scares me. That's but like cool. birds, that's good though. If a bird got into my office, I'd probably try to murder it or try Fuck to birds. escape it. They're just they're just government surveillance drones. They're they're fucking rats with wings. Who decided the best thing for rats? Was to give them flying ability. Exactly. See, that's why I don't believe in God. Because if there was a creative, there was an evolution, a creative. That was a creative failure. That was a failure. Yeah. Are you going to say God's a failure? Yeah. I wouldn't. I, on on birds, he is. Well, if there is a God, then he failed on birds. If there is a God, he fucked up on birds. You hear me? <laughs> you fucker. You really fucked Do up. Do better, dude. Yeah, I seriously. deserve wings, not birds. Oh, man. Think of how bad it would be if humans could fly. There'd be so much more crime. Oh, yeah. So much more I would violent. have. I would have gone to jail so much more I as a kid. I would have shit on, like, the girls who broke my heart in high school's house. Oh, hell yeah. So much more what than I shit did. on the girls. I w- <laughs> but they could fly, too. So yeah, it's like... true, true. You know what? what if, okay. This is a test. 
This is a test. Well, actually, the test is not to tell you that's a test. But when I was still dating, you'd always ask them if you had a superpower, if you had if you had to choose between ability to fly and invisibility, what would you choose? Well, because I'm a bad person, it'll always be invisibility. Okay, See, that's the thing. So you yeah. know, you know yeah. the rules of the game. Yeah, I know who I know who I am. <laughs> I know that given those abilities, I would not be a good person. I would peep on a woman who does not want me to peep on her, and that's that's bad. But I mean, with that power, like Kevin Bacon did it. Okay, people still <laughs> like him. All right. Invisible man. So if you're gonna get mad at me, get mad at Kevin. Bacon. Get mad at Kevin. Bacon. <laughs> but also, I would steal so much stuff. But I would steal it from like Walmart and places that like are big businesses. I wouldn't steal from like small businesses. No, you gotta steal from you jewelry know? stores. Exactly. I would steal, steal from, from like big government or yeah. Just you know? steal from the Pentagon. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's just told. steal those fucking alien planes that they just said. I want one. Well, yeah. What? Well, okay. I didn't actually pay attention. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to that. What was? The, what did they say recently about the only thing aliens? that they've released so far that they've confirmed is they're going to keep releasing stuff, but they've confirmed that they have off-world vehicles, at least two of them, two vehicles from off-world. So, how do you have vehicles without aliens? So we have aliens. Whoa. We have aliens in the government somewhere. They've captured them. Because you don't have alien ships without aliens. You don't just walk up on... You're not like... They didn't just pop up on the moon one day and they're like, Oh shit, somebody left a fucking Toyota fucking Jesus Saturn Christ. out here. Or they could have been brought here. Huh? They could have been brought here. Yeah, but still, there was probably a dead alien in that thing when they brought it That's here. That's insane. Holy shit, man. But the thing that people are like, But nobody's caring about this. Nobody's talking about it. It's because we're a selfish people. Yeah, you tell us me? that aliens are real awesome. Can I meet that alien? No. Are you going to allow that alien to talk? Then I don't care. Yeah. Are you, are you going to allow me to take a ride in that alien ship? Then I don't give a fuck. How awesome <laughs> Like that's would how that the world thinks. Be, though. Yeah. I would love it. I mean, I've never even been in a helicopter. That's probably like the technology they they're probably like re-engineering it for all the like the fast trams that they want to do like from I think they approved it. The one that's going to go from Northern California to LA, that that oh, the, the super train or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's a money pit. I mean, it's never going to go. Yeah, but still, like that's the kind of stuff like they're going to use that technology for. Fuck it's yeah. not going to be for like bettering your my life. It's going to be like no, it's for, so that businessman Steve can buy a exactly. cheaper house here and get to, to work in LA in an hour. We need to <laughs> we need to better enable the business environment to adjust to this technology. What we can use this to create sustainable energy? But no, there's no way to make trillions off of that. I think what we need is a war with China. <laughs> We're going to need to get our asses kicked. We really are. We're going to need to get our asses kicked. And we need this pandemic, as scary as it is, we need this pandemic. Because if we're not forced to fall, right now we are the laughing stock of the entire world. The entire world. And, And people are starting to catch on to it. It's not just these Republicans going, oh, I don't want my mask. Or these idiots who are like... Oh, I can be just fine without a mask. And if you need a mask, stay the fuck home, all of these idiots. They're starting to realize everyone's laughing at us right now. Everyone put on their mask, sat the fuck at home, and now they're getting to go out and drink beers with their friends. They're getting to do comedy. 
Australia had a Comic-Con. Or, um, not Australia, festival. the other one. New uh, Zealand? New Zealand. Yeah. Had a fucking Comic-Con. Like, they're going to have comedy shows. They just had a flea market. Fuckers. Like, are you shitting me? My town does a flea market every week. They have not shut it down through this pandemic. And I drive by it sometimes. Nobody's wearing a fucking mask. Really? I'm like, are you fucking idiots crazy? What's crazy is my town had 14, uh, Galt, had 14 cases for three months straight. That was it. And now we have over 1,000. Jesus I will not go into a store in my own town. Fucking hell, man. We, I, um, I was driving home last night, and they had like one of those impromptu car shows that pop up. Yeah. And it, no one was wearing a mask. They were all walking around looking at each other's cars, talking shit. I'm like, dude, just like, just wear a fucking mask. Yeah. When customers come in, they'll be like, oh, should I be wearing a mask? I'm like, well, it's the law, but I mean, you know, everyone has to care about their health their own way. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like my the, there's Aurelis down the street from my work, and they literally have to have a officer posted outside because people will – like argue with the girls outside who are like cleaning the carts and spraying them down. Those chemicals are more dangerous than any fucking virus or whatever. It's like, no, that's quite possibly the opposite of the truth. Like you're an idiot. You're an idiot. And now you're harassing some fucking teenager who's barely making above minimum wage. We have a coffee shop right next to our office. It's a great fucking coffee shop. They'll do like all kinds of cool food and stuff like that. They always have old white dudes in there in the early morning. None of them wear masks. Well, now there's signs out there that say wear masks and stuff. You have to wear masks. And so I'm always going in in the morning, um, you know, getting my iced tea or whatever and saying hi to everybody. You know, it's just nice being around humans safely. Everyone's wearing a mask. These guys will come in and they'll just start harassing the girls like, oh, it's your business. You look really stupid wearing this. And it's like these girls are fucking... Back there making you a breakfast burrito right now. Leave him the fuck alone. And a couple of times I've spoken up and I've realized and I told the owner this. I'm like, I need to just get my shit and get out of here because I'm going to end up fucking getting all of your customers out of here. Because the way they talk to you is just not okay. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I call I call customers out at my own office. Like there was uh, we have a new sales lady there and some customers like, oh, she's got a fine ass. I'm like, don't don't say that shit. She's a fucking person like why why do we talk like this to people just be kind to people think your terrible shitty thoughts in your own fucking head don't don't say it out loud just don't be a shitty person that's a little weird yeah yeah just i mean yeah never talk especially this is a customer sorry to interrupt but this is a customer who then was like buying weed looked at this chick and then looked at you and like damn Mm -hmm. exactly that's gross and it's like, and a couple of people have done that to female co-workers of mine at this job. And I'm just like, you know, that's super inappropriate, right? Like, mm-hmm. one, just right off the top of the bat, they're married. Two, I see a fucking ring on your hand, so that's gross. Three, they're a human that I have to deal with every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, one one guy calls, uh, calls up and he always calls the female uh, customer service lady broad. And I'm like, you know her name is Betsy. You come in here all the time. Stop calling her broad. Wait. Hey, broad. Hey, broad. He'll call me buddy, but he calls her broad, like to her face. I think that's just a luck thing because I would call you buddy before I realized your name was buddy. <laughs> well, no, he asked me what my name is. Oh. I'm just like, yeah, my name is buddy. That's, I, I love that, that my name 
is buddy and that people still question that i I still question at 32 years old nobody is keeping the nickname buddy no because i mean you don't keep a nickname at 32 years old like nobody's like oh yeah yeah, uh my name's richard but i go by buddy some people will call me by my nickname but i i never like introduce myself spence no no mikey oh because it was that old fucking cartoon character recess yeah yeah but makes sense. It's only yeah, exactly. It's only the select people that I went to high school with. Yeah. That in, in, it's, yeah. But otherwise, like, what what a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Oh, Who's like keeping <sighs> nicknames? Like, no, no, no. My, my name is uh, Stephen, but actually, I go by my childhood nickname of a Buddy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Friends call me Gizmo. Exactly. Yeah. My. Uh, the origin of my name is actually pretty funny because I was named after my mom's. First of all, my mom's excuse was always, oh, you were the only one of my kids who I got to pick the name of. And I was like, well, just pick a better name than Buddy. <laughs> just Thanks, Mom. It's your one shot. You failed. Just saying. But uh, the origin is really cool because it was uh, named after her, I was named after her favorite uncle who ended up spending his life in prison. For murdering a guy because he was a biker and the guy had called him a fag because he had also done ballet. So he was a biker who did ballet. Somebody called him a fag and he ripped out the guy's Adam's apple. That's awesome. (laughs) Right? I don't usually (laughs) encourage violence, but you know what? Exactly. You know what? You ripped that guy's Fucked up a homophobe. Yeah, man. I, you know what? You can only punch Nazis and violently assault homophobes. Exactly. Exactly. Leave everyone else alone. What's best is uh, Buddy wasn't his real name. It was actually Leslie, and my mom never knew it. It was Leslie, and so I could have easily been named Leslie. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think Buddy's all right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not the kind of guy who's tough enough to live through my name being Leslie. Like, I don't fight. (laughs) How old was this guy? He was was in his 40s when he got arrested. It's like an older generation, because I don't know any... I mean, I know that there's definitely been like a what do you call it a degenderizing of names, yeah, in the sense of like more names or more for both sexes, gender, what the fuck ever. You'll see a lot of Casey's, yeah, of either gender, yeah, or, or Kelly, Kelly, Chris or, for both boys and girls, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't fucking matter, <laughs> except when it's Spencer, yeah. I was upset when I met a girl, Spencer. <laughs> I was really upset. Fuck her. <laughs> I, I, I was upset. One, she wasn't as attractive as I need her to be if she's <laughs> going to be named Spencer. As a Spencer, you have to be at least a four. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying I'm. Hey, I'm not saying at least a four. I hit the bottom basement of my name. Okay, exactly. All right, everyone's got to be anchor. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm the anchor. I'm the strong four. <laughs> On the bottom rung of us. Oh, fucking hell. How long have we done? Oh, oh shit, girl. We've done like an hour and 45 minutes. There we go. We're, we're, we're in like Brogan territory. Yeah, there we go. Right. Talking you about fucking BMT? aliens. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, I microdosed some shrooms the other day. Yeah. That I was really love fun. To do some B- I would love to do DMT. I've... I've I've, I've dabbled, not in, not in DMT. Right? Yeah, I've but dabbled. I've dabbled in heroin and DMT, but... Um, That'd be a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> just dabbling. I just tried a little heroin. I would love to do DMT, though, because I want, like, a crazy psychedelic experience. Yeah, I uh, 
before everything was going on, I had honestly considered starting to do a trip to like Peru or something to try ayahuasca. ayahuasca? I really want to do it just because. Do I go with you? I'm I've talked to people who have done it, and it's just it, one. It's a super cheap experience. You're probably talking full round trip, less than twelve hundred bucks, because you're not staying in any hotels. Maybe True. one night, but you're taking a hike, sleeping in tents, mm-hmm. then taking like a three day trip, and yeah. I'm talking an honest trip. And then you just go home and everything's fine. And it's like I was pricing it out and I was like, this is easily the cheapest, most beneficial experience I could have just to see something different. And I honestly think once everything comes back, that's one of the first things I want to do. Because I, I had talked to somebody and he was like, yeah, I had this experience where... Like, you basically find out what animal you are. And I was like, what? And he was like, he was telling me other experiences that people had had. And he was like, I found out I'm a fucking jaguar, man. And I'm like, I'm probably like a lazy dog or something, but I still want to figure it out. Like, what animal am I? (laughs) What if I'm like a uh, tortoise or something cool like that? You know, I'm going to live forever. I don't even know what animals mean, you know. But Hmm. he was like, for like three days, I was a jaguar. I was like, that's crazy. That's what's up. (laughs) Dude, I knew a guy who, I mean, this is a guy who I knew a guy. So for all I know, this could be just complete bullshit. But there's (laughs) my friend told me about his guy that he knew that he did peyote. And he thought he was a glass of orange juice for eight hours. Wow, I did. Uh, and he couldn't move. Like, he couldn't move and tip over the orange juice out of the cup. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I don't want to spill any. That's exactly what it was. I can't spill any. It was a life force. So I was uh, not a pot smoker at all when I was a kid or mm-hmm. in high school or anything like that. And then um, when I was, like, 21, I was like, you know, I'm going to finally try this or whatever. All my friends were outside smoking. I was the only asshole inside not smoking. So I'm like, let's smoke. So they were all potheads. So they, like, load me up this big giant bowl, and I take a hit, and I'm sitting there. And as I'm sitting there, in my brain, first time I'm ever high, I feel like I'm melting into the chair. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to cry because I'm, like, I'm, gonna, I'm melting and dying into this chair, and all my friends are having fun around me. But I don't want to say anything because I don't want to ruin their time. Of course. And so I'm just crying, and I'm, like steel is a motherfucker because i'm like yep i'm melting that's happening i'm becoming part of this chair i'm gonna die and i'm just crying and all my friends finally like slowly start to realize and they're like are you okay and i was like guys i'm glad you're having fun but this is so last time i'm gonna see you guys (laughs) i'm not gonna make it out of this that's awesome and then they're like let's get him high or let's get him drunk so that we can get him off of this and then they got me drunk and i was like oh okay now I, oh, now i get it, I get it. <laughs> now i get it getting high is cool man it's cool. <laughs> dude did you ever do salvia back in the day yes and dude. we tried uh spice and oh, spice. all the that different so bullshit terrible like what i smoked it a couple times because i was trying to get <laughs> Oh my god! I had buddies that were in the military, and they would come mm-hmm. home, and that's that, that's how you could like get high and not pop on a piss test. Mm-hmm. They would smoke spice. One of the dudes I knew, we don't talk anymore, but he got fucking kicked out of the military because he got caught with spice. He's a fucking Jesus dumbass. Christ. This dumbass filmed, filmed himself though. Oh my god! Spice. Well, that's what uh, 
not doing spice, but Kelly Oubre or whatever, the basketball player. Oh, yeah. Did you hear, like, everyone's, like, complaining about food, and he's like, guys, just do like I did and order takeout and then go outside and pick it up. And you're like, you fucking idiot. You just told on yourself. Dumbass. It's like, no. We stay inside the bubble. That's just ridiculous how it's like, I, oh, I didn't read. I didn't know we had to actually stay inside the bubble. <laughs> Or Terrence, uh, what's his name? Who just went out from the Magic? Who, oh, Lou Williams. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, not Magic. The, the Clippers. Uh, Clippers. He just went to a fucking strip club. That's just ridiculous. That's, but you're a grown ass man, and you get a little bit of freedom from this like bubble that you're in. Your brain just goes to, oh, how can I fuck this Dude, up? Just jerk off, man. <laughs> just jerk every off. Every time, look, every time that I've had to go do something important, I jerk off before. Have a big interview, got a hot date, you're meeting with your parole officer, <laughs> jerk off before. Takes the edge off. Your officer's like, why is there cum in your piss test? Look. Listen, hey, don't ask me become, questions, Randy. <laughs> become my piss test or drugs? <laughs> right? You're getting one or the other. Getting either or, or maybe both sometimes. Right? <laughs> there could be blood, or not blood, there could be drugs in my cum, but not the piss. <laughs> which leads, begs the question, whose cum is this? <laughs> whose cum is this? That's a question the for Game the show ages. from the 90s. Buddy Dean. Whose cum is this? And that's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> that's the episode title. Whose cum is this? Whose cum is this? I've never, like, I don't know. Have you, do you have a podcast? Uh, I, I have all the equipment. So, like, I was going to do one back when I was doing theater stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got back into comedy, so I just didn't. Mm-hmm. So I have all the stuff, and I have, like, really good equipment. But I just never gone into it because Started. I don't have anything to talk about. Yes, you do. You have I a mean, comedy show. You obviously have enough to talk about. You yeah. have a sex-positive podcast. And that's what I thought about doing since the apocalypse. Since everything happened, I was like, well, if I can't necessarily make Dr. Buddy love digital, maybe I can make it into a podcast. And then that's something that I really like. Uh, I was talking to a couple of different people about guest hosting. But also, right now, I've gotten to write more than I've gotten to write since coming back to comedy. Jokes? Yeah. I haven't written anything. Really? Dude, I, I mean, I don't know, dude. I guess I'm scared. I, I was too. When I first started, I was like, everything I was writing was like apocalypse junk. Dude, just I, like I'm the straight up like. back, man. Like, oh my God. I'm right? so bad. Have you been doing any open mics? On, like, I have not been doing the shows anymore. open mics? Ever since my Zoom show got canceled, like ever since they canceled it, I have not done a show since. I've done my trivia show and that's it and i'm thinking about since it's on the way i'm thinking about doing the one at the park tonight but it's also like i don't want to i don't know i'm stressed about going back but i want to go i'm back. super stressed about going back i want to go back i miss comedy but i just want it to be safe for people like, no, I'm just no... worried about bombing again. I don't give a shit about people. I love bombing though that is the difference between i think between me and other comics like, some people like bombing because they don't give a shit. I love to bomb because if I start feeling like I'm bombing, I'll slow down my cadence. I'll do worse on purpose because now the audience is the one who's in for a bad time, not me. 
Mm, <laughs> like, this bomb is for both of us now. Okay. And every time I've bombed, I've felt good afterwards. Like, I don't think anyone... There's maybe one time I can think of off the top of my head where I did bad and then I felt bad about it. And okay. it was because I got paid to do it. Oh. But every open mic where I've ever bombed, I've been so happy with it. Because it's like, one, either I learned that that joke isn't funny. Or two, I made that audience miserable for five minutes. <laughs> I like it. I like so it. So it's like win-win for me. You like to... you're not going to defeat me by being a shitty audience. I don't care. <laughs> Fair point. Like I'm going to be right back up here next Sunday. You'll probably be back in a couple of weeks with your shitty friends to pay six bucks to see me. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be doing the same dance over again. Because I'm going to keep doing it because I love comedy. Mm-hmm. And then this time I just – I have nothing stopping me from continuing doing comedy. I have a good job. Mm-hmm. I have you know, life pretty good. I can keep doing comedy. Whereas before it was like comedy was a distraction from school and work and everything. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a grown ass man. You're a grown ass man now, <laughs> Budward. If I want to do comedy with, you know, all my buttons down to my belly button unbuttoned, I'll fucking do it. Do it like a boss. I do it. Like a boss ass bitch. I've thought about doing, there's like a naked uh, comedy show online. It's oh, like that a, so scary. It does, but I want to do it. I'm so scared because it's like it's online and then Is like the money nude? goes like you gotta be like fully it's, nude it's your choice it's your choice okay so i could just be like okay i just have not have pants on but you can't last time i was uh last time i watched one and there was one guy who literally did it in a tank top and boxers and then a girl who did it naked and then another girl who did it with uh panties on because she was like, I don't want my vagina flapping all over the place. Yeah, and then good for her. I think there was another couple of naked people. But it was just like, it's like whatever you want, whatever you feel comfortable with. And then the people in the Zoom room, the audience members, Jerk are off. also allowed to be naked. No, you're not. <laughs> I've actually had that happen on one of the Zoom rooms. That's why when I started that open mic, I was like, I'll watch the room while Maddie hosts. Because first big show I did on one of those Zoom shows is... I was, like, next up in line. The guy's introducing me, and all I see is another audience member pop up, and he's just whapping his dick real hard on camera. I'm like, dude, not cool. And then, like, somebody's calling it out while I'm on stage or while I'm up, basically. And they're like, dude, stop, stop. Somebody kick him out. His fucking dick's out, man. And you just hear them over me while I'm sitting there going. (laughs) Yeah, you're like – and then you hear Buddy going – and uh, most of you can tell I have a weird tick. <laughs> like, I'm trying to tell jokes, and this guy's just like, whack, 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 whack. I'm like, son of a bitch. He's getting more attention than me. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is. Buddy, I want to say thank you for coming out today. Thank you for having me. It was a long drive, but it was totally worth it. Fuck Went yeah. to the weed, man. What's that? Went to the weed, man. Hell yeah. Weed. Is um, Do you want something to eat, something to drink? No, I got Maybe a half a, little, a super burrito. A little, uh, little hand job before you leave? No, I got a half a super burrito in the car. I Ooh, went to Ad Alberto's before this. Ooh, it's in the car? Yeah. Ooh. It'll last. You're good. All right. I didn't get no sour cream on it because okay, I'm smart. Okay, that's good. I'm smart. Okay. Well, you know what? With that kind of positivity, that's how I want to end the podcast, on a positive note. And on that, thank you for listening to Tangents with Spencer Sellins, and thank you to Buddy Dean for being here. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for having me. Laters. Laters. Oh, good job, Spencer. I'm so proud of us. <laughs>